0: You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Today we'll talk about God's generosity, right? And this was a song that was written. I don't know if it's by David or one of his choir master. Uh, and this was celebrating God's generosity. This was the context was. Uh, there was a harvest that happened, and so they wrote a song about God blessing the harvest. And and they passed this on to generation and generation so that they could sing of the goodness and the generosity of God. Right? And I want you to turn your Bibles to Psalm verse 65. We'll go through this song today as we try to get to know uh, a nature and a facet of God. Psalm 65 verse 1, okay, and let's read this verse. It says, Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion. And, and to you shall vows be performed, you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When the writer was writing this song, he started off by saying, Praise is due to you, O God. And as he was talking about God's generosity, he started off with the introduction of the song, starting off with the most important part of the song, and he's saying, we're praising you, Lord, we're giving you glory and honor and praise because it is due you. Okay? You are worthy to receive this praise because we're coming from a point of view that all the blessings that we've received, And this bounty that we have comes from You. It doesn't come from us. Yes, we work. But Lord, we give praise to whom? To You. Every good thing that God gives us, I do hope and pray that your eyes is not fixed on you, but fixed on God. What you're saying is, when the blessing comes, I know who to thank. I'm thanking God first. Lord, thank You because praise is... Is do you now ancient people and even up to now we believe in fertility gods, we believe in the god of land, the god of the rain, diba kaya na rain dance, diba ganun ganun tayo or diba kung, kung ano sa diba, You go through uh, and you worship a lot of gods and we were exposed to this and us was not the Pinoy gods, it's the Chinese gods that we worship, that's why we had a room full of idols, because it was there that my parents would bow down, kneel, offer incense, and incense and, and, and worship those false gods. It's in a way of our parents saying, because of this God, we're blessed. And that's why we had a lot of uh, mga things you can buy in soy stores, from the palaka to the pusa, and all those things, hinaluhalu halo namin, pagpunta sa tindahan namin sa Divisoria, halo-halo yan. Andiyan si Santo Nino, andiyan si Lord, andiyan si Palaka, andiyan si Quiroquiropi, di ba? Si Eloquiti, they're, they're everywhere, alright? All of them are in one place because, and, and they would bow down and worship these gods to get what we want. That we want to be blessed, and therefore we're giving praise and worship to someone whom we think, has given us those blessings. It is innate for every human being to look to someone and give due to someone when success comes. Some would look to other gods, some would look to fertility gods, some would look to the god of the rain, god of the land, god of the sea. If you watch Moana, it's a demigod. You know, you give praise to whom praise is due. There's an innate nature in us to always say there is somebody who's blessing us. When David wrote this song or the choir master wrote this song, what he was saying is, we know to whom praise is due. We're not going to look to the fertility gods and thank them. We're not going to look at the idols that men made, but we're looking to the God who is the creator, the God of the book of Genesis, the God who created all things, the God who created the sea, the land, and everything in this world, and we're saying, God, this is you. Now even for us, who might be long-time members of the church, sometimes we forget to give praise to whom praise is due when good things happen, when the blessing comes. Sometimes we look to ourselves, we look to our virtues, we look to our character, we look to our upbringing, and say, it's because of this, because of my personality, that's why I received this success. But everything in life, you would, as Christians, we have to understand, it all comes from God. There's an acknowledgement of who God is. David knew his God. And that's why he said, Lord, praise is due you. It's you who made this happen. He knew God was a God who hears our prayers. And that's why he would sing songs like this. He said, You who hear our prayer, to you shall all people or all flesh come. Then in verse 3, he talks about the generosity of God when it comes to forgiving us of our sin. He says, When iniquities or sin prevail against me, you atone for our transgression. What that means in another version is, When I sin... It is You who forgives me. You paid the penalty for my sin. Lord, You are so gracious to me. You are so generous to me that You forgive me of my sin. If you look at life, and that's why I don't want to expound more on the generosity of God. Just the mere fact you're here and you're worshiping God, in spite of your past and your sin, talks about the generosity of God. The graciousness of God. And the goodness of God. And David wrote this song saying, God, not only were you generous, and that's why we're praising you because of business, we're praising you because, Lord, you're so generous in forgiving me of my sin. You atoned my sin. You paid for my sin. You made a way so that I could be set free from the power and the bondage of sin. And then in verse 4, Blessed is the one... You choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your what? House, the holiness of your temple. David was saying, God, in you we find satisfaction. Lord, I am fully satisfied in you. But I want to point out something here that sometimes we might miss out. David was again acknowledging the part of the local church it is very important that you understand how crucial it is to be part of a local church, to be part of the house of God. You can't do Christianity alone. You can't experience the full extent of God's generosity without community. When we were fasting, it was easier. It was not easy. It was easier Because I know there are thousands of Victory members fasting with me. It was so awesome to worship God every night in this room. Because I see God's people fasting and praying and seeking God. But the best experience was when we started eating Friday night. With the community that God has given us. God is so generous. Sobrang bait ni Lord. Sobrang magpahala si Lord sa atin. That in fact, He said, I'm going not just to give you forgiveness, but I'm going to satisfy you in my house. And in my house, there's going to be relationships that will be formed. This is the power of the local church. And that's why we want you to get involved in the local church. To experience the full extent of God's generosity. Don't be an attendee of the church. The biggest lie, the biggest lie, that has ever crept in the church is: if you're in church, you're okay. You only attend lang Sunday, one hour, thirty minutes, you're okay kana. And we think if I could just come in here and sit here, and listen here, right? Or go to other churches, go down, and you see somebody's preaching there the priest or the minister preaching, and somebody's outside just standing like this. Basta maka church. Biggest lie ever. Because we think we will experience and know God by just attending. No, you've got to plug in, be plugged in. You've got to go deeper to experience the full extent of God's generosity. What we needed, when my son was going through problems in the hospital. What we needed was not financial help. We needed support. Emotional support. We needed prayer support. That's what we needed. More than the money. I know the money I also needed at the time. But then more than the money, I needed the prayers of the people. And the full extent of God's generosity was revealed even in our darkest moment. And that's why we will be fully satisfied when we are plugged in and grow deeper in the temple, in the house of the Lord. In His generous nature, He has designed that every person in this room will be satisfied this year. You'll be fully satisfied. The full extent of God's generosity revealed as I worship God, as I understand my sins are forgiven, I give praise to whom praise is due, and if I get my satisfaction in the house of the Lord, praise is due to God who is generous. Very simple. Verse 1 to 4. This is a song 1 to 4, 5 to 8, and then uh, 9 to 13. Medyo may rhyme pagkinantamo. Right? Not in the version that we have now. Why is praise due to God who is generous? Because He's the one true God who hears our prayers. He's the God who forgives sin. He's the God who satisfies His people because of His holiness. Because of this nature of God, God sets Himself apart from all the other gods and gods to be. Dito nagkatalo. This is the only God who hears your prayers. This is the only God who forgives your sin. This is not just the God who wants to bless you. This is the God who forgives you. This is the God who listens. Okay? This is the God who, what? Satisfies. This sets him apart from all the other God. That's why David had to write, Praise is due to God. Psalms 115, another song that was written. It says, When you start giving praises to whom praise is not due. Here's what you're doing. He says, Their images are silver and gold. The work of men's hands. They have mouths, but no voice. They have eyes, but they do not what? See. When you start giving praise to this carved thing, Or you start giving praise to something that's man-made. He says, you're giving praise to something that your own hands made. They have mouth, but they cannot voice out. They can't speak. They have eyes they do not see. They have ears, but no hearing. They have noses, but no sense of smell. They have hands without feeling. And feet without power of walking. And no sound comes from their throat. And then, those who make them are like them. And so is everyone who puts his faith in them. Strong words. Very offensive. You don't want to say this to a newfound friend who's not yet a Christian. right? But this is what God is saying. Praise is do me. I am offended when you praise others. And Imagine this, when the writer was writing this song, he was teaching the next generation. Do not ever give praise to someone whom praise is not due. You only give that to God. This is culture. This is our DNA. You have to understand, we need to pass this on to the future generation. That praise is due, God. Not men, not anything man-made, but it's God. Somebody who is supernatural. Praise is due to God who is generous. Okay? Do we give praise due God? Only you can answer that. Pag gumahalo-halo ka pa may may shui ka, may fortune telling ka, may horoscope ka. You're not giving praise to whom praise is due. If you have idols in your businesses, may anting-anting ka. May mga kung ano-anong bagay na nilalagay mo diyan, this goes against every fiber of this word, of the word of God, that says, Praise is only due me. And we have so many cases of people saying, But, Pastor, you don't understand, it might offend our parents. Same, I want to go with the same line of thinking. You don't understand, you might offend God. Who do you want to offend? Your parents or your God. Right? And I'm saying this to adults, right? You have the right to make a decision now. You're adults. Right? And we've got to give praise to whom praise is due. Right? We had to go through this as a family. Because we were so ingrained with all the traditions of men. That even though we were Christians, we would give praise not to God, but give praise to other things. Right? even how we would speak and you now some of us the oh, my problem you know, I don't. but sometimes even how you confess the words that comes out of your mouth oh lakas ba benta lakas ng benta mo di ba hindi eh. Tumal. you're not giving praise to whom praise is due you're giving a promotion chamba no 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 sa chamba god gave you that promotion learn how to say thank you Thank you. Si Lord eh. Binigyan, in-empower ako ni Lord eh. Sobrang simple, diba? ba? To even just give praise to whom praise is due. Somebody notices your kids and would say to your kids, Ang oh, babay ito mga anak mo. <laughs> Mana sa nanay. Hindi, hindi. Si Lord yan. Okay? Yung principles ni Lord, sinunod nyo, kaya ganun yung anak nyo. Oh, grabe meri siyo, no? Sobrang okay. Ano sagot? <laughs> the answer would always and I've talked to a lot of married people who have successful marriages, they only have one answer. We ask for Lando, 60 years old. What made it so successful? They would always answer one one thing. We don't know, it's just the grace of God. <laughs> We don't know. I think we accidentally got into having a great marriage. You just know it's God. We can't explain. Yes, we've read the books. But we can't explain. We know it's just the grace of God. Praise is due to God who is generous. Verse 5. By awesome deeds you answer us with your righteousness, O God, of our salvation. The hope of all the ends of the earth, and of the farthest seas. Look at the words used here. Awesome deeds. Okay? You answer us with your what? Righteousness. God, you are our hope. Big nouns and big adjectives used in this song. Just to declare that my God is so generous. When He makes a deed, you've got to put awesome in it. It's not just deed, it's an awesome deed, right? Do you use the word awesome? Not often, right? Unless you're really like, wow, awesome. Well, it's not like us, we don't use that word. Maybe Jared, who's Phil M, okay? But, right? So Tagalog. That's awesome, right? You're Australian means it's awesome. Awesome. Oh awesome. Genta. Right? I really said that. She was awesome. Right. You don't use those words regularly, but when something is not natural, it's so good, you say awesome. Right? That's the generosity of God. He works with awesome deeds in righteousness not to feed my ego, not to make me entitled, it will always result into what? Righteousness. And this is what we have to understand. Because there will be a lot of teaching where it's going to be name it, claim it. Lord, I named this. Lord, I'm believing God for this. Give it to me right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I've given my tithe plus 5%. Open the floodgates of heaven and give me a wife. <laughs> now. No. Every time God gives, the proper response is righteousness. The result will always be righteousness and not entitlement. The result will always be faith and not greed. Big difference. A lot who got into Faith versus the fruit has become greed rather than faith. Rather than righteousness, there's impatience. And there's wickedness and idolatry. Why do you go to church? Oh, to worship God. Why do you want to worship God? Because I'm praying for something. Do you worship God to get your idols? Or is your faith a result of your of you knowing who your God is. It's different. It should produce righteousness and holiness and not greed. It should birth faith in us, stir up faith in us and not greed. The one who by his strength established the mountains being girded with might. Okay, What was the song saying? The one who made the what? The mountains, who established the mountains. Their businesses at the time were found in the mountains. Crops, feeding of the goats were in the mountain. What what the song was saying is, even the mountain, the very mountain where we get our produce, it's God who established it. It's God who made this mountain fertile. It belongs to God. The cattle in the hills belongs to God, according to Scripture. Everything that was ever created, it's God who made this fruitful. If God wants it to be fruitful, it will be fruitful. When God wants to establish something, He will establish it. The same way, when God wants to close your business, He will close it. If God wants to bless the land, He will bless the land. If He wants the land fertile, He will make fertile. If He wants the land barren, He will make it barren. It is God who establishes it. Who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, the, the tumult of the people. David was establishing the might and the power of the Creator. Imagine, he says, here's your land and here's the water." If the water is about to hit the land, I am the one who stills it. I can control it. I don't want the typhoon, I can control it. I can stop it. Right? Have you seen your kids playing with water? They put it in a cup, they're playing, and then they're stopping it. Imagine God, sovereign over all the world. It's like Lego. I want this here, I want this here. And that's the best illustration I could think of. And I know it's far greater than my illustration of the sovereignty of God. Right. On how He can even stop the storms and the roaring of the problems that you'll face. If He wants to. Sometimes He doesn't want to because He's building up something in you. Because the ultimate goal is not the blessing, it's knowing God. Right. And that's why we're, our series is Knowing God so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. God's generosity, we have to understand, the very nature of God's generosity to us should be a testimony, a story of His nature nature to others who don't know Him yet. I hope they get to see. I hope what your friends would say is, Grabe, Pam, yung God mo, sobrang blessed mo, bayit ng asawa mo, ganda ng business nyo, hindi ka nandadaya, pero blessed ka ni Lord, you're going against the grain, but the hand of God is so evident on you, that should be the story. Your God is different from my God. Your God, doesn't enslave you. Your God blesses you. There's something different about your God. I want your God. I don't know who your God is, but your God, I could see, is loving and generous. That's why verse 2, when it says, He is the God who forgives our sin... When, I, when I've sinned against God, He atones me. This is the only God whom you don't sacrifice. This is the God who sacrificed Himself so that you can be forgiven. All the other gods of this world would require you to do step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, forever so that He will hear your prayers. This is the only God who said, I will sacrifice my own son. So that you can be forgiven. And that's why Christians, it should be easy for us to preach the gospel. Why? Because our God is the only God who is generous in nature. And people would say, I want your God. Not a God who enslaves. Not a God who is a tyrant. But a God who is holy and righteous and wants what's best for His people. You visit the earth and, and you greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain for so you have prepared it. Again, the song was saying, Lord, it is you who establishes the land. It's you who make, made it fruitful. So the song was just saying, you know what? This God is responsible for all the blessings that I'm receiving. You will... Your water, You water its furrows abundantly, settling its riches, softening it with showers, and blessing its what? Growth. Lord, You're the one blessing this. For what purpose? So that God's generosity to us would be a story for others to see. When God tells you to do something, you see, Out of this room, there's only around one, two, three pastors. All of you are not pastors. What that means is, all of you are called outside of the church. And that's the normal life, not ours. We're called inside, to work inside the church. And this message was written by a king, by somebody like you, who's in the field. And what he's saying is, Lord, when you bless us, It's so that it would be a jumping board for us to share about our God. This is our God. This is a verse that you need to declare over your businesses, over your career, over your life. And say, Lord, make this fruitful. Why? For others to see how good my God is. Yesterday we went and bought some plants for our house so that we don't need to go to the Palenque anymore. Right? We bought celery, sili, you know, all this stuff and herbs. And as they were as we were buying those plants and the girl was making it, a realization struck. I have no control over the growth of the plant because it would rely on sunshine and rain and water that I cannot even produce. All I need to do is put the water, like right? That's my only job, all right? To create a medium for the water, right? And to place it under the sun. It is God who makes it what grow. Pagsumay uba ako dun sa harapan, pagkina-usap ko ba talaga yan? Sasagot ba talaga yan? Pinati alam, All right. But you know, it's it's all God. For what? I know for one purpose is so that we could eat the fruits of the plant. Second is to beautify even our house with those plants. Third, it's healthy living for us to have plants at home. All of these are out of my hands. It's all God who makes it grow. Your business, your career is like that plant. It is the Lord who establishes it. The blessing we're receiving as a nation, the Philippines, whether you like the government or not, our economy has been growing. Whether you, you say, no, nah, it is growing. Numbers do not lie, feelings do. Okay? So if you're feeling like, that's your feelings, okay? Numbers and stats won't lie. Our economy is growing. What does that mean? If our economy is not growing, whatever job you have, it won't produce as fertile. Why? Because the very soil of the land is not fruitful, it's not fertile. But because the economy is growing. Your problem now is that you have a 32-inch TV and not a 55-inch. Your problem now is that your water is not mineral. It's just filtered. Why? Because the economy is growing. The land has become fertile. It is now my job to now work on this fertile land that God has established for our nation. And it will continue to grow according to experts. That's how God... That's how generous God is to our land. We just need to take advantage of the fertile soil. You just have to see, but if all you do is whine and declare it's not the year of the favor of the Lord, that it's not going to be fruitful, of course your attitude will follow. Your actions will follow what you declare. Because you think, oh, it's like this, it's really scary. But the land is fertile. It has never been as fertile as the land it is now that we're standing on. Even for the church, it's the best time to plant a church. The land is so fertile. During the 80s and the 90s, we were banned to have campus ministries in schools. Now the land is so fertile, it's the principal telling us, come here. We need help. Before, we couldn't even get into the malls. Now it's the mall telling us, rent our place. The land is fertile. But you just have to say it first. Then verse 11 and 12. It says, You crown... And this is the... If last week, the, the chorus was, Taste and see that the Lord is good. This is the chorus of the song. You crown the year with your bounty. This was the declaration. Last week, Lord, taste and see that the Lord is good. This one, the very chorus of the song is... Or if there's a title to the song, it's called Bounty. Okay, whatever. Okay, you crown the year with Bounty. This is the best year ever. It's gonna be Bounty Fresh. Okay, oit Okay, it's gonna be Bounty. Okay, your what wagon ba? wagon? Okay, sorry, it's English service wagon. Okay, in the afternoon wagon. Tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. Look at the picture of the song. There's plenty this year. It's overflowing. Look at the hills. It's shouting for joy. Look at all the grass that's growing, the crops that's coming, the cattles, the corned beef, and the mallings. And all of this bounty that we have. We couldn't stop the generosity of our God. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks, the valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. What were they doing? They were declaring God's favor. They were declaring God's favor for that year. This year is the year where the Lord will crown my land with bounty. This year my hills are going to overflow. The flocks are coming. The chickens will birth more chickens. This is the year of God's abundant favor and generosity over my life. They were declaring it now. This was my point. Three days ago, I finished my message Friday. Two days ago. Last night, praying, finalizing the message. It just hit me. Whoa! This wasn't a declaration. This was actually a song. Declaring in a song is different. Declaring is, I'm declaring this year... For me and my family, this year I declare, I declare like this, I declare... No, it wasn't just a declaration, they made it into a song. Right? Before Don Moen made God is good all the time, all the time God is good. It was just a declaration, oh God is good, God is good. Now it's a song that's passed on. Psalm 65 is actually a song that has been composed and sang around the world. And now popularized in our generation by Hillsong. The Lord will crown my year with bounty. It's now a song that's sang in Europe, in America, in the Philippines, in Australia. What They made it into a song. What were they saying? If I was living during the time, I wasn't just declaring it. I was saying to Aliana, Aliana, this is the song. It's like ABC, but it's going to be like the year of the Lord's bounty. Okay, whatever, okay. You're going to sing this. We're going to teach this in elementary schools, in high schools. This is an anthem for the people of God. It's going to be sung in churches. It's going to declare God's generosity. What that means is I don't just declare it over my business. I sing it. I just don't declare it over my bank account. I'm telling my kids, you're going to do it as well. But now it's a song. It's going to be passed on from generation to generation. This isn't just for the time of David. This is going to be for your time and my time. And for 2020, 2030, 2040, this is a song. It's passed on. This is like rice heart and radical worship. We're making a CD out of this. MP3. We'll put it in iTunes. If this was the latest version. Don't just declare it. You sing it. You pass this on. That my kids would know God is generous. That my grand... I don't have grandkids yet, now. That my grandkids will know the God of Lolo Dennis is my God who is generous also. And in the line of the sea, from Henry sea, Jesus' sea, Dennis sea, to the line of Injapsia and Denisia, okay? we will declare, and God is generous. Not just declare, we're singing it. My kids will sing of God's nature. This is powerful. When you make a song out of this, even though you don't really sing. Memorize this. Make this your song of declaration. Make this your anthem to remind you God is generous. Pag nalulugi na negosyo nyo, get your Bible, open it to Psalm 65 and sing like you've never seen before. The Lord will crack, crack, crown. Just sing it. Right, do something about this book, right? And start singing. I'm not kidding. You've got to sing. Sobrang kona energized kagabi elebeng nung pumasok to sa utak. Krabe kena panil pinasa to, pinagisiipan to linea for linea. In English, line by line. Krabe ini is I'm gonna pass it. to my kids. This would be on the walls of the house. This is a psalm. This is going to be popular in the twentieth. 20- 2020's. Who would have imagined we're now preaching about this song. It has been passed on. My God is generous. He's not stingy, but He is awesomely, radically generous. And we're going to declare that over your lives today. We're going to pray and we're going to ask the Lord that this year, there will be a year of bounty for you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, this declaration was a song. It was meant to be passed on. It was meant to be sung. It was meant to be memorized. It was meant to be put on the walls of the houses. Lord, this was meant to be a prayer. This was meant to be a movie. This was meant to be something that would be so crucial that it needs to be passed on to our kids and the future generations ahead of us. That God, You are generous. That God, Your nature is to give. Lord, that You don't just want to give. You want to abundantly give to Your people. Lord, that we would experience the full extent of God's generosity in the house of the Lord. So I pray, God, right now for everybody in this room, that this year would be the year of God's favor upon us. This would be a year of God's favor upon my business. Lord, I pray right now for fertile soil on where I put my foot into and establish the works of your hands. I want you to declare right now and pray right now, Jesus, whatever that you've called me to do this year, make it abundantly fruitful. I want you to declare it right now. Pray out loud. Don't just whisper. Say it out loud. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to contain it. God, I pray for abundant blessing. We pray, Lord, for the awesome deeds of the Lord to be revealed to us this year. We pray, God, that open up our eyes, our blind eyes, to see the generosity of our God. Lord, that this year is a year of God's favor. This year, there will be no money problems. Lord, I pray, God, that this year, even those who are in debt, God, I pray, Lord, that supernaturally... Lord, that they would be able to pay off their debts in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, for business ideas. I pray for promotions left and right. I pray, Lord, that you would open doors, God, for us. Lord, that when people see us, they would say, Who is your God? And I pray, Lord, and declare today fruitfulness over each and every one of us, abundance in our life, so that we may live righteous and holy and generous towards others. Lord bless your church and bless your people today. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.